All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me today, none other than the living legend, Podcast Brian. Yes, I call you living legend because that's what you are to me. All right. <laughs> good, good to see you here, buddy. Good to have you, Mark. All right. Well, nice, uh, nice to see you more than six feet away. You know what? I'll tell you, I'm, I'm over here at eight feet now because they keep on changing what qualifies as well, safe distance. You are a diseased plague rat, so you it's know? perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck you. <laughs> I got no comeback. Love you, too, buddy. <laughs> All right, so you know uh, we're we're obviously having a good time. You know, seeing each other. Uh, there've been some uh, sad events in the news. Uh, obviously, you've been watching as well. Uh, I'm not going to throw it all on you to start out with, but I'll I'll get us going. Uh, for the people that have been living underneath a rock for the last 24 hours, uh, we've had a tragic event out in Nova Scotia. One police officer uh, has died and a, a number of civilians uh, totaling somewhere uh, above 14, I'm told. Somewhere uh, somewhere in that. 20. Tw- is, it, is it reached 20? It's 20 and it's going to climb. Really? said it's going to climb, yeah. Okay, so it is going to be the single largest uh, death toll ever, I think, for an event like this. Which, you know, I, I've had some dialogue with you about this. We don't know all the particulars, um, you know, but... but Calling this or classifying this as a mass shooting, I know you have kind of a, a strong opinion about this. I mean, we don't have all the details yet, but I mean, just uh, with what with what we do know now, and uh, we're, we're running off of the information that has been provided by, you know, the RCMP and some of the things that perhaps you and I have gleaned from uh, various sources. Uh, you know, like you, you mentioned that you didn't believe that this qualified technically uh, as a mass shooting. When I say that, I mean like it's definitely a tragic event. It definitely involves a, a lot of loss of life. But you don't believe that it technically qualifies as a mass shooting uh, in, 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 in the... Uh, uh-oh, Raven, Raven wants to play with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> we have company up here tonight. A beautiful shepherd who yeah. just wants to play all day, regardless of what's going on in the world around us. That dog has anxiety issues. If I oh. ever saw it, he just he wants to play with that stick nonstop. It's a millennial dog. It's, it's a millennial. <laughs> 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 yeah, but no, but like you know, ma- ma- mass shooting. I mean, like, what is the definition in, in your mind of mass shooting now? Because I mean, I'm, I I I think like most people do. I just think of a large number of people dying and and obviously a, a, a firearm being used. But I mean, you you seem to hit on that well it's it's a mass murder there's yes. there's no question yes. but it doesn't qualify as a mass shooting if someone walks into a school or a, an auditorium or a stadium or a you know whatever um with a rifle or a handgun that's designed for high capacity rapid fire and is able to kill a large number of people in a very short period of time, I, I would argue that that would meet meet the standard definition of a mass shooting, especially, I mean, we have people bandy numbers around. I believe it's between four and five. Anything over that qualifies as a mass shooting. Okay. But the problem is, is that this person engaged in a series of murders that were uh, very isolated in nature. So each individual act uh, did not require the type of device that you would normally uh, say is involved in a mass shooting. So if someone walked in with an AR-15 or an AK-47 and opened fire into a group of people, mass shooting, because the, the argument is that no one needs to use that kind of a weapon or have that kind of a weapon because that weapon is designed for a rapid fire in large volume. Um, but this was a series of isolated murders. Like Many of these happened on the side of the road or happened in private residences. Um, you know, dressed as an RCMP officer, he could have walked in and said, uh, I need to put you people in cuffs for my own safety. He could have put them in handcuffs and then he could have cut their throats. 
with a knife or you know or he could have shot them with a single shot shotgun so uh it is a mass murder there is yes. no question yeah. uh but it's 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 not a mass shooting in the definition that he used a military style uh rifle in order to inflict mass casualties in one locale um there are some suspicious things uh, that I'm seeing, and, and again, it's still so early in things, and I hate to speculate because, you know, let's let the antis dance on the graves because that's what they're doing. They're they're very they're already they've already fully uh, engaged with their uh, with their uh, despicable uh, you know uh, narratives. Um, because they, 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 you know, you and I have talked about this many times. They were just waiting for another incident like this to go full, full out and to parrot the New Zealand response. Well, you know, we can't have this ever happen again. And so we're going to do this, that and the other thing. But first of all, we don't know what the status of this guy was uh, in regards to being a licensed firearms holder. We, yeah. we, we don't know that he had a license. We don't know that he was authorized to be in possession of firearms. So um, if he wasn't, then all the people who followed the rules, are going to be held accountable for the guy who didn't. Um, we don't know what firearms were used. Uh, we do know that he disarmed an officer. And without having any information, it appears that those firearms were used in murders because uh, CERT, which is the... Um, uh, it's, it's an incident response team that investigates um, uses of force involving the police, uh, are investigating multiple scenes, which says to me that either the police killed a number of people or police weapons were used to kill a number of people. And the story we're getting is that the first officer or the officer who was killed was disarmed yes. and those firearms were then used in the commission of further offenses. Um, and again, it, it's horrible. Um, this, you know, I, I'm even honestly, Mark, I'm uncomfortable discussing it at this time because I still think it's too early. If we want to let people react and be scumbags about it, then let's let the antis be that way. We've prepared our defense um, that the law-abiding people, we will have our say in court. We will have our say in parliament and uh, we will defend our rights and our privileges and our property uh, through legal means. And um, but now is not the time for that. Now is the time for mourning and investigation and to find out what went wrong where. Um, clearly, there were a number of indicators that caused great concern. This guy had two police cruisers that were fully fitted out like functional police cruisers. And I don't understand how that happened. I don't understand how he was able to get a full Mountie uniform that he could wear in such a manner as he would be mistaken for a, a police officer. Um we don't know if he had body armor. We don't know what firearms he was in possession of when he began this whole rampage. We don't know if they were legally acquired or illegal. Again, we don't, there's, there's no indication he was licensed. Um, and we don't know who he killed and why and what aspect of it was planned and what aspect of it was random. Mm -hmm. Um, and certainly, you know, our brothers and sisters, uh, in the, in, in the line of service, uh, need to be dealt with. Um, in, a, in a respectful manner. You want to pause it? No, 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 no. Um, my, my phone. Need to be dealt with in a respectful manner. And, uh, you know, they've, they've lost a, 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 a friend and someone who has uh, served her community faithfully and um, with great honor. And she gave this, you know, made this the ultimate sacrifice. So um, these are the things we should be focusing on at this time. Uh, once the 
COVID lockdown is complete and all this is going on, then we'll 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 have our data to debate this in in uh, you know in Parliament, and uh, it's going to be nasty. There's 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 absolutely nothing reasonable or logical or um, tolerable on the part of the people that we're up against now. I'm not, I'm not saying that that all of those people are are contemptible, but a lot of them are, and. Uh, um, you know, there's there's a few I would call out by name, but uh, I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't want to lower myself to to speak speak of them in the public uh, sphere. Um, but uh, they 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 have demonstrated their absolute contempt for us um, that they are unreasonable contempt for us and uh, the desire to impose upon us uh, a philosophy and uh, and a, a state of being that is incompatible with our beliefs and with our desire to live our lives in the way we wish. And, uh, and we've been thoroughly judged for it and labeled. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't feel the need to debate with people like that. Um, so, you know, that, that's that. Well, you know, when, uh, when I woke up on Sunday morning and uh, immediately was... <clears throat> displeased to see the news as this thing was unfolding. I, uh, you know, I, I knew I had to handle it delicately. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, it's never, um, it's never very exciting for me to have to deal with issues like these or address issues like these when, you know, we're advocating strongly for firearm rights. It's, it's, it's a difficult position to, to discuss the subject from when things are going terribly wrong and when you don't have much information. And, and I got to commend you on, you know, not saying much. Uh, we, we do have very limited information at this point. Uh, you know, the don't want to be seen as downplaying this. I, I think that it's very, uh, it's very important that uh, we make it clear that it's uh, horribly tragic. Uh, you know, I, I would suggest that we as legal gun owners have nothing to do with this at, at the best of times, but uh, ultimately what it comes down to is this isn't us you know this isn't who we are and when when the time comes uh you know when people are looking at collectively punishing legal gun owners uh, as a community uh, we've got to stand up very clearly and uh, and not hide from things like this I, I refuse to be punished for the actions of one madman i said this years ago uh in a podcast or in a uh, in a YouTube fireside chat that I refuse to be characterized, uh, you know, put into the same category as madmen. And that's quite often what happens. I saw, I saw an article in the Saskatchewan Herald, you know, they're talking about Caucasian terror. Like, I mean, not, Oh every, my God. What, what a complete, uh, you, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I got to call this out. What a garbage, uh, uh, media source yeah. garbage. And, and the person who wrote that article, I, I hope they look at themselves in the mirror every day when they get up and they feel nothing but contempt and self-loathing. I, I, I hope they realize that they're, they're beneath grubs in the grass for making such a nonsensical and divisive and hostile. You know, when 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 a, an Islamic terror attack happens, we don't blame all Muslims for that. No. And it would be it would be ridiculous to do so because yeah. there are lots of them who are proud gun owners, proud Canadians. Uh, um, you know, who who believe in in all kinds of uh, uh, progressive, free thinking, libertarian uh, um, uh, ideals, and who who simply have a different. Um, 
you know, a different deity that they believe in. And those people need to be protected and supported by those of us who who, who believe we may believe differently in, in whatever our belief system is, but but where we converge on our beliefs is where we need to support them the most. So when someone does something like the Orlando shooting and, and car- you know, carries on like an ISIS maniac, you don't blame the whole community for that. So for them to turn around and say, well, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a, a history enthusiast or a gun gun enthusiast, you enjoy shooting, you enjoy three gun, you're a veteran, you're a cop, you're current serving military, you're, uh, you know, you're a, you're a LG, LGBTQ person, you're whatever, you're black, white, it doesn't matter. You enjoy your shooting sports. You enjoy your property. It's something that you that 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 brings out passion in your in your life. And to be told that you're you're despicable because some sandal wearing, hand wringing pacifist hiding in his basement, staring at you know, you know, staring at at, at photos of fauna and flora, and and getting all uh, you know, getting all excited about the latest. Uh, News in whatever highfalutin you know uh, missive that you've received from your your favorite friend around the world about this lovely flower in the forest. Like, well, that's fine. You you do what you do. You you yeah, do you. Yeah. But you don't friggin' worry about what does me. You well, don't worry about me. I, I was I was fascinated to see someone so blatantly write that, like in big bold letters, Caucasian terror. I thought, oh my god, <laughs> like what an outrageous it piece was, of it, garbage. It was it was brought to my attention, and of course, you know, I put a link up to. Uh, to the article, and then immediately people people started to question whether or not it was legitimate, whether it was a legitimate you know news source, whether or not you know they had written any articles in the last while. And I and I laughed. I said it's legitimate. Here I it is. dude, I reported them for hate speech. You, well, the, it's you, hate speech as you should. It qualifies. Junk. It's it qual- junk. It qualifies. It's well, junk. You know what? They shouldn't get one dime of money for uh, for media, and they should uh, they should all seriously consider their uh, career choices. And I and I hope that tomorrow they go out of business. Well, you, so you, you know, know you know because. Because it's ridiculous. Well, what's ironic is I, is I, I had a friend of mine, uh, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a community member on the page, Banky McBankface. He, he messages me right away and he says, you know, probably don't want to drive traffic. You know, to that page. Let's not sh- let's not give them. I any saw more. that. I let's saw not that. give them any more attention than they uh, you know deserve at all. And 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 my response to him, you know, privately was, um, you know, and I don't mind sharing this with people. I, you know, I'm an open book. I, I said to him, I said, you know, I had to weigh, uh, you know, the 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 additional exposure they would receive through our pages against you know making people aware that this is actually what we're up against. Yeah. These kinds. No, these people. these provocations need to be responded. Yeah, to. absolutely. There's no question. Absolutely. And they need to be responded to intellectually. Yeah. Okay. You don't respond to them emotionally. You don't go after them. You don't insult them. You don't. But you know, um, I I think belittling them intellectually is is far more effective. Amazing. Far more effective. Yeah. Rip them apart with the with the the lack of logic in their arguments, the pettiness of their position, and uh, and 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 how they would make uh, you know. Plato models and intellectual exercise that they would be unable to complete because it, it's it's without merit. Well, you, you completely. know completely. Well, Banky came up with the the ultimate compromise. He says archive it, save it, and 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 create a link. And he did that for me. He's a great guy. Did that for me, and 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 we could drive traffic to that archive link, and then people could see it. And if they should decide to change it, there would be no argument over whether or not that was the way it was written. <laughs> True, yeah. And so, of course, you know. 
know, fantastically enough, uh, they changed it within within minutes. It, the title had changed, and it had become, you know, instead of it being Caucasian. Our, our bad, we're morons. Yeah, That's what it should have well, been changed. But it, it, it changed. It changed several times, and now times, and now now, of course, it refers just to terrorism. And but it's 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 like this was not a terrorist act. This was. Uh, see, the terror requires a terrorist act requires a political agenda. There's no political agenda here. This well, is, not that this we're aware is, of. This, not, right. Not so, so this guy went sideways. And I mean, in order for him to come up with two police vehicles that cannot be distinguished from real police vehicles, police uniforms, we don't know what weaponry yet. And the fact that they're keeping the weaponry silent has me really suspicious yeah. real suspicious I don't know if this guy was a legal gun owner I don't know if he even had a license um, I don't know if you know he had something that he could kill an officer with and then carried on his rampage with the officer's weapons and if that's the case you know uh, that that you know that that's nothing we can do anything about if he had an illegal gun and then used police officers' guns against the populace, how does that argue that we should all be disarmed? I don't understand how making people more helpless, in a t especially in that locale, Mark, because I know that area fairly well, and, it, like, there's nothing there. Yeah. You know, they, they, they might have two cars on the road in 100 kilometers. Yeah. So, you know, they're calling people in from Halifax. They're calling people in across the province from the RCMP and the different... Uh, um, uh, forces, police forces in the area, to try and get some kind of response to this. And, you know, it took time. And the argument that, well, you know, everyone should just lock your door and hope for the best is beyond contempt. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, it, it just it, it goes back to that whole Chernobyl thing. You know what? Uh, just, yeah, it's a minor it's a minor fire at the power plant. Close your doors. Drink vodka. You'll be fine. Trust your government. They'll oh, take trust care your of you. government. They'll be, you know, and listen, I mean, the government had nothing to do with this. No, no, it's I not know, it's, I know, you know, I know. It, it, but but this whole idea like they want a monopoly on security. They want that monopoly, and they want to say, we look after you. And and if we look after you is we have one officer to service 20,000 people over, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of, um, of square kilometers, I'm sorry. That that doesn't, you know, that doesn't. Not, now, I, Mark, I want to point something out to you yeah. just to be fair, yeah. in full disclosure. Yeah. And I had this conversation with several people. You realize that most of these people— had firearms. Um, I mean, I understand that some of these people were ambushed on the side of the road and they wouldn't have had firearms with them. But the house, the homes that yeah. were attacked, yeah. where people were murdered and the homes were set on fire, a lot of those homes would have had firearms in them because that is a rural area. There is nothing out there, but there's a lot of hunting and fishing. So, you know... The possibility the, exists. The, they the reality is lots them. of these people would have had firearms. The problem is, is someone came to their door dressed in RCMP uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, that, that is an ambush and it's use, it uses camouflage. You're, you're pretending you're a friend yeah. because no one's going to treat the authorities with hostility like that. And they're going to show up to the door and then he's killing you. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's, even it's, other, it's, even other police officers can't fend that off. It's, you know what? It's, it's gotta be a fucking nightmare. It absolutely would have to be a nightmare. It's right out of a movie, you know. You, oh yeah, no, you you, you couldn't you, write this and have you, it be you, believable. You answer, you answer your door, and there's somebody wearing a uniform who is not only not a police officer, he's you know a sociopathic murderer. 
Oh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's horrific. It's crazy. Now, and it, and it begs the question, a lot of people are asking where the uniform came from. Uh, for all the people asking me, you know, what I think the potential outcomes will be, what actually happened, I don't know. I, I know what you know. I, I can tell you that, you know, I have a lot of friends in law enforcement. I haven't tapped any of them for any information because I think that it's important that we maintain the integrity of this investigation. Uh, I really do believe that, you know, there are going to be some deficiencies that are probably going to be brought to light uh, in terms of the uniform and, and the car. Uh, you know, nobody should be allowed to roll around in what looks like a police car. We have laws against that. Well, it's you're not supposed to wear military uniforms and you're not supposed to wear police uniforms. You're not supposed to represent yourself as an agent of the state at any time. Yeah, the appropriate charge is personation. Yeah. Right? Because they're, they're, because it's fraught with all kinds of dangers. I can tell you that over the years as, as a police officer, over my 20-year career, I encountered some people that, you know, either uh, purchased non, um, you know, not non-functioning, but decommissioned police cruisers that had all the electronics still in them because it's it's fairly involved uh you know rewiring of a car to make it a police car people don't realize police cars police cars are not normal cars no. they cost quite a bit of money and uh you know to take all that wiring out is is, is laborious uh you know most people take the roofs off and they become taxi cabs but uh for the uh person that might go out there and buy themselves a car there's really nothing uh that forbids them from uh putting roof lights on the car and you know keeping it yeah uh but rolling around out and you know out in public on it uh in it and uh you know perhaps you know pulling people over and th- and that was something that we encountered over the years uh, in Hamilton there would be people that would purchase you know uh decommissioned police cars and would uh at times uh misrepresent themselves uh, as police officers out in public and we always treated those people very seriously absolutely and, you know, in, in addition absolutely. In, in addition to being a terrible affront to, to everybody out there that puts their lives on the line uh every single day uh you know to maintain the uh the safety of the public it, it, it definitely comes with a host of dangers because you know like you get somebody out there that would would pretend they're a police officer next thing you know you've got you know uh, females being frisked on the side of the road i mean it's essentially an invitation to you know a uh, sexual assault occurring like we saw all kinds of dangers in that and we and we treated people accordingly Good. and and that's the way it should be i don't know how this guy slipped under the radar uh you know no being, and you know what mark i guarantee you there's tons of people who are going to come out saying oh we knew this guy was going off the rails for months yeah for months you know he wouldn't stop talking about this his ex-girlfriend is you know he was complaining he was losing his you know whatever and then we go into this covid lockdown and 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 now everyone's isolated and he's in his house all alone making these big plans no one's in touch with them and uh you know it's it's very very sad and the other thing is is some of these people that were murdered might have had more insight into this, but we'll never have their testimony. Now yeah. we will never know where this was coming from. Well, you know? I, I trust. I trust that the RCMP is going to piece this one together. How much we actually are uh, afforded in terms of information uh, as general members of the public remains to be seen. Still, I want to give a shout out, sure, uh, because it needs to be uh, credit needs to be given where it's due. I'm not a fan of uh, Bill Blair. Mr. Blair, I'm not a fan of your work. I don't like the fact that you want to take my property away from me. However, I want to say that it showed great integrity for you to shut the media down when they tried to make this about gun control 24 hours after the event. And you turned around and said, this is not about gun control. This is not about pushing political agendas right now. This is about supporting the RCMP and the people who have lost a family, uh, a loved one. So kudos to you. That is an attitude that we can work with. Um, And if you want to talk about ways we could make our gun control regime safer, we would certainly be open to discussing that with you. Uh, But that doesn't include bans. 
and it does include liberating Canadians from their lawfully acquired property uh, in the name of political expediency. So, um, but I, I did I did want to give that shout out. That was fair. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just looking up because I'm waiting for pigs to start falling from the sky. <laughs> I, I've never I've never thought I would see a day that you would pay Bill Blair a compliment. I, I, I no, it's I was a, fair, I was a very testament impressed. to your no. fairness and objectivity. No, you know what? If you don't oh, no. if you don't address good conduct and and solid performance then you get mediocrity and it's what we've had non-stop and uh, i feel that that um uh is far more reflective of um the kind of uh performance that we expect from our elected officials definitely worth mentioning and you know what i i, I gotta admit i was pretty impressed myself although i i can't I can't bring myself to uh, say it out loud. I'm, I'm so disenchanted with Bill Blair and some of the things that he's done. Okay, see you, sweetie. Uh, we're just saying, just saying goodbye to uh, the significant other here. Um, no, you know what? I, I think that it's really important that we, uh, you know, stay uh, stay on point here. Uh, well, we have know, to be fair. We have to be right. fair. And, you know, and, you even know, if no the question. other side is not fair, we have to be fair. Absolutely. Well, we, um, we, we'll, and we need to push back. We, we, we need are. to push back. And, the, and that's what I've told people. You know, right from the very beginning, I said, you know what? Um, I don't want to politicize this, but I think that it's really important now more than ever that we get people unified and we prepare ourselves to push back. I mean, it's not about dancing on anybody's graves. Nope. Uh, this nope. is this is about being ready for what's to come because, you know, if there's any angle that they can push this thing, this thing from uh, to further their agenda, uh, to take privately owned property away from good Canadian citizens, they will. And more importantly, uh, we've got to be prepared for that. And it's, it's not about, it's not about, uh, like I said, dancing on graves it's about being ready because uh, i think that it's it's kind of eerie how quiet they are if there was something like an ar-15 used i think that they would be oh i shouting. think it would have been the first thing i, I think, think there'd, there'd be pictures of it all over the news yeah, yeah. And, and and had he been a licensed gun owner i think we would have known that by now and i think yeah. that, that would have yeah. come out this and was a law-abiding person who was law-abiding until he wasn't yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that's not what's come out and 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 so you know uh everything at this stage you know is very speculative and i don't want to be accused of you know hyperbole and at the same time i think it's important that we discuss it and i, I think think that we call it what it is. These are the actions of a very evil man. I mean, he doesn't have to go into a courtroom to know that that's, that's exactly what it is. No, no, this ended the way it should have. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm glad no more officers were hurt than were hurt. And, um, you know, I feel very sad for the loss that the RCMP suffered. I feel very sad for a lot of civilians who lost their lives for no reason mm -hmm. other than the... Uh, the, uh, you know, uh, uh, rantings and, and maniacal uh, anger of some of some, you know, uh, mentally uh, challenged individual. It's it's very it's very sad. But, uh, you know, we need to stand up for ourselves, but we need to be respectful and we need to be intelligent. And uh, this is the fight. Yeah. This is it. We're going to win it or we're going to lose it. And 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 there's that's it. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna keep your property or you're not. Well, this, so now more than ever, I think it's important that we stay composed, but we be firm. Uh, this is not us. Again, I'll say it. This is not us. We didn't have anything nope. to do with this. Nope. I, I don't think that it's. 
I don't think that it's uh, not only is it not fair that we be collectively punished. I don't think it solves anything. Uh, if we're looking at if we're looking at improving public safety, there's a million ways we can do that without uh, bothering with the legal gun community. Uh, certainly, there's going to be some areas where we could tweak the sure, current system. Sure. Uh, I do believe that. Always have. Uh, for all the people out there that criticize me for thinking that regulation is necessary, I do believe that that's the case. I, I really do. And I think there's already a rigorous system in place that does everything that it needs to uh, to keep firearms out of the wrong hands. And at this rate, Raven looks like he's gonna he's gonna be definitely needing uh, a new friend to throw this stick. So I'm gonna be calling it a little bit short today. <laughs> Brian, thank you so much for joining us for this short podcast. Always great to have you here. Thanks for having me, Mark. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight and stay safe. <laughs>